0: Hello and welcome. I'm James Ward and I'm head of school for Cambridge School of Creative Industries here at ARU. Um, welcome to another one of our podcasts, which I'm interviewing course leaders in the school to understand a little bit more about them and their courses. Um, so today I'm really pleased to have Bill Campbell with me. And Bill, not only are you course leader, you're also another role. Do you want to tell us through, talk us through your other role as well as your course leader?
1: Yes, I'm deputy head of music and music technology. Great.
0: So, does that mean you have a combination of courses which work together?
1: I have. In fact, they work better together than they ever did because we redesigned the courses mm-hmm. so that they have the same structure and they share a lot of modules. So, in a, uh, so we have the music courses have uh, audio music technology lecturer teaching the mm-hmm. sound engineering aspects to the musicians. And But oh, we also have uh, Music Therapy uh, Masters okay, yeah. and uh, Drama Therapy Masters. Uh, so yeah, it's quite a diverse right. set of courses.
0: That's a great combination. So if any of those courses are interesting to you, um, I'll be interviewing all the course leaders. So there I'll be interviewing Paul, Channon, Richard, Claire, and Rula. At a certain point, so listening to any popular podcast platform you use, and you'll be able to find out more. So coming back to your role as course leader, Bill. So can you tell us a little bit about what a course leader does and how it relates to your course AMT?
1: Well, what a course leader does—it's kind of uh, confusing for me sometimes because I have the two roles. But uh, as course leader, it's you know I see it as my priority to look after the students and make sure they're sort of happy—not right. sort of happy definitely happy yeah um and i do i take care of timetabling of the of the modules Uh, but i also have done a lot of work in designing the course uh redesigning it from what it used to be because uh previously the course was arranged in such a way that um it, it was set up for you know Basically, people to go into studio work, right? And we kind of uh, recognize that uh, studios are shutting down around around the world, and 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 uh, people going to into audio uh, jobs um, is much more diverse than 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 being in a studio. So we've rearranged the course to to um, bring in like the core audio things that are studio based. But that relates to uh, other aspects of where students will go, like to acoustics or to live sound. We have a lot of students go into. We um, go to um, uh, AV installations, right. um, theater, running uh, sound in theaters, mm-hmm. Um design of equipment. So <laughs> it's quite a diverse area that the, the course goes to. And so we wanted to reflect that in the in the course structure. Right. And, and I think we've succeeded because uh, uh, based on student feedback that they Brilliant. really like the new structure.
0: That's good. So it's very student focused and industry focused, which is what we like to exactly. hear at AIU yes. and the schools, Cambridge School of Creative Industries. So you've been here at a couple of years, um, but besides that, um, I obviously know you have a professional life before you arrived here. Do you want to talk us through a little bit about your weird and wonderful life and how you ended up here at AU as a course leader and deputy head of school?
1: How far back do you want me to go?
0: <laughs> probably not back to the start of time, but um, okay. so, um, so what probably got you into the engineering side of sort of music industry and then what what you did in that side and then how that led you to come and work at ARU
1: okay I was previously uh, an engineer as an aircraft engineer aircraft structural engineer and um, it, It's it was very uh, Difficult on my hands because I was shooting rivets in airplanes okay. airplane, aircraft parts all day long mm-hmm. so I had to retrain and at the time I was um, a drummer in bands okay. yep. uh, different bands and I started recording friends' bands and my own my own music. And I kind of, you know, as time progressed, I moved more and more towards the engineering side of things. And then at one point I said, well, I think it's time that I make this into a career. Mm. So I did. So I actually got my undergraduate degree here at Anglia Ruskin. Cool. And after I got, I finished my degree, I... I um, was a technician for a year, uh, doing audio and music technology for a while and then doing electronics for a while. And then I was asked to become a graduate teaching associate at Anglia Ruskin and start my PhD. And um, during that time, I spent a lot of time teaching, (laughs) more than doing my PhD. Um, So I... I, I did basically three years as a GTA and then, and that's not Grand Theft Auto. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did three years as that and then became a lecturer and I got my PhD eventually. And as soon as I got my PhD, then I became course leader and then I became deputy head of school and here I am now great. This is my second uh, term as deputy head.
0: Cool. That's good. So, um, you've told us a little bit about the course in the introduction, um, but do you want to give us more specifics about your course and the types of students who might be applying or who are interested, who might be interested in applying?
1: Well, any student that wants to do audio or is interested in any sort of audio, but in, in, in uh, more in the uh, technical side of audio, right. which there, as you can imagine, there's a lot more jobs in the technical areas mm-hmm. than than uh, than in the creative areas, shall we say? But also, um, it probably uh, there's probably a lot more um, uh, scope as far as where the students can go because, you know, uh, they do learn mathematics mm-hmm. and physics aspect of it, which is incorporated into the modules. Is They don't have to come and take a maths module, no. you know, which put, tends to put people off.
0: But be applied maths and physics to, the, exactly. to what they're doing to have a better understanding of, of what they're doing, isn't it, and how they can do it better. Basically. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, understanding how something works makes you much better at being able to use that thing. Yeah. So you're uh, saying
0: you don't have to be good at maths and physics in a normal way. You don't have
1: to be. Yeah. You don't really have to be that good because mm. at it to begin with, because we bring them up to speed on it Great. on the specifics of how it's applied, and, yeah. and once you understand how it's applied, then it became it becomes second nature. Yeah. Really, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, where was I supposed to? Where was I going with that? Goodness knows, Bill. <laughs>
0: Somewhere along it. going to
1: talk about being a STEM course and how important that is. Oh yes, um, yeah. So there you go. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> yeah. So actually, this we are one of two STEM courses in the Cambridge School of Creative mm-hmm. Industries, and yeah. uh, I, I don't know if you know what STEM is. It's, uh, I
0: do, but you want to tell the, to the listeners out there, Bill?
1: Yes, it's science, technology, and engineering and mathematics. Yeah. Right, and we do all of those things in Great. audio music technology. Um, so where our students want to go with that is we have gaming, you know, so uh, understanding how sound works in an environment helps you to make realistic sound in a game, for instance, you know, understanding how sound works in a, uh, in a, in a building, you know, if somebody's doing, um, front of house engineering for a band. You need to know how the sound's going to function with people in the room or without people in the room and be able to adjust the um, quality of the sound, you know, balance out the frequencies in the room, um, understand how you know, um, applying different effects is going to, to function in that room. Um, but as, as I said, we, we, we start everybody off from a studio perspective and everything that we do in the studio basically can be applied everywhere. Right. Um, yeah, so that I think that I hope hopefully I've answered your question. That does,
0: and right? it leads very nicely on to um, what's the most sort of exciting aspect of your course and your role or roles in your case right now.
1: Ooh, the most well, the most exciting thing is I'm trying to build liaisons between different courses, right? Um, because um, Audio Media Technology used to be part of the Science and Technology faculty, and mm-hmm. we moved into the Arts faculty, and um, it's been a, a difficult transition, shall we say, because, you know, people get like the way they do things, and so uh, convincing them that we should all work together is, is quite a major <laughs> thing to do, I'm sure you will agree. Um, you couldn't we'll edit, possibly. We'll ed- come we're to edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's so I'm I'm getting collaborations going mm. across the school. Um, also, um, uh, you know, I was we, stop So on those
0: collaborations, I know it's a lot of it's informal at the moment between students, isn't it? So a lot of students which just do that informally to each other. So what what I understand from our conversations is you're going to be building on that informal collaborations to more formal collaborations so students will be will write joint briefs and be able to run more technically so I know some of your students at the moment are supporting the film students aren't they in, in, in yeah, film production v- film
1: production so yeah. our students are informally working yeah. on on film productions our students are formally doing uh, working with uh, animation the yeah. animation course. And doing the sound for them. So our, we have a small cohort, so each one of the students is basically doing five different animations. Yeah. right. Um, but we also, we've uh, just created, the, the well, this podcast, students mm-hmm. are volunteering to work on this podcast, and we're training students from all over the school to run this podcast and run their own podcasts as well. So I kind of see it as if we get them in the same room together, then they can't help but collaborate you know Perfect. and that helps us to build up something bigger that i think great. in the long run
0: and um, i know you talked to us a little bit or hinted a little bit about your alumni but can you talk to us about the student success and an alumni and what they're doing now in this magical world of audio music technology
1: our students are amazing to be honest they go on and do amazing jobs and to be honest i, I, I don't want to admit this but i get a bit jealous <laughs> sometimes <laughs> because we have uh we have uh, one of my former students is in Dubai um, putting in massive AV structures. I mean, he's in charge of an AV team putting in. So, like, um, he works for SeaWorld and places like that. Right. Um, uh, you know, all these oligarchs, uh, yachts that are being seized, mm-hmm. he would have been working on, on those at one right, point. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we have we have uh, one of our students is is touring with Lollapalooza in America, right. yeah. and we have uh, another student that's uh, we well we have a few students that are touring with bands. Uh, I see pictures all the time of them on private jets with the bands, you yeah. know and
0: a little bit of envy. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, uh, but but I've done that. I used to tour as a sound engineer, okay, so cool. you know I've you kind You've grown of, out it, of it. it kind of You've gets old it. yeah <laughs> when you're my age it's it's not an attractive thing anymore yeah. you know yeah. not cool. that i'm old
0: no not at all <laughs> and um we have got a an interesting speaker coming up in a couple of months haven't we um for the course
1: nat yes nat uh nat powers yeah um nat is worked with um with uh, death row records right um and a uh, very successful career. Um, he reached out to me and we've, he's actually going to be helping to do some teaching on the course. He's going to be uh, talking a lot about mental health issues, right. um, which is something that is not often talked about mm. in, in what we do, but y- you know uh, um, uh, suddenly earning lots of money, more money than, than you probably you know, more money in a, in a week uh, than most of us earn in a lifetime can, is actually quite stressful, and you don't know what to do with it. And, and, and sometimes it takes you down some, some difficult paths. Okay. But so, I would yeah. also say that a lot of people that are in our, in, in our industry, the creative type of person, it, will have um, will possibly have some mental health issues from, from the past anyway, and that's mm-hmm. what makes us sort of creative. You know, so it's a, I think it's a, it's a great thing to, to talk about yeah. and, uh, and, and it's not something we should be ashamed, ashamed of.
0: No, not at all. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And, um, obviously the course has only recently been revalidated, but have you got any sort of future vision for the course? I mean, you've touched on the collaboration, but something else which you can see the course developing or moving for in the future?
1: Um, well, so, um, actually Mark Pickering who's in the room with us right now he mark, is running yeah. a, a module that is called collaborative project and we tried to think outside the box on that module mm-hmm. and what we've done is we've we, we we haven't set a specific task for it but we but it but we wanted the students to create something together you yeah. know and what they're doing what they did this year and uh, I think it's coming up in April. The they are uh, working on a conference. They have a whole okay. day of a conference when they're where they're inviting people from the music industry mm-hmm. to talk about um, where we think the industry is going. Um, but also, I think to talk about some uh, women in in the industry because I don't know if you know, but. Uh, uh, Women in the music industry, or s- specifically STEM-related subjects, have uh, don't don't often do very well. You don't a- actually get hired for things. So there's right. only so. Basically, we only have like two percent of the industry right. is
0: women, which is shockingly low. It's shocking, yeah. and
1: but also not. But it it you know it has to do with uh, um, being treated prejudicially and things mm. like that, yeah. and um. Lots of you know sexual harassment and things like that, and it's terrible. So, we want we want to talk about these things, um, but we also want to talk about as as you know, um, the music industry. Um, there's a, been a lot of news about you know uh, musicians not being paid properly in the yeah. industry, which also runs downhill to like people that are producing and right. engineering. So uh, the conference is talking about that aspect of things as well and, and where, we think, where we think we can go to actually get the artists paid, uh, you know, for what they do, you know. that's
0: no, a big problem. I was listening, well, was listening, watching a programme, um, BBC Two last night with Nile Rogers in and he was saying exactly that, you know, that he'd made of us his money. Yeah. in the years when he was touring, producing, writing. But now that's been lost by all the streaming platforms and yeah. uh, money going to a few rather than many. So it's something which we definitely need
1: to talk about. Exactly. So. And, and so um, so uh, we have many things happening mm. within the course, uh, but that's one of the things I'm most proud of because it's, uh, it's, um, it, it's something that is well outside of the box of yeah. norm of what you would see at a university. You that's know? great. Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Well, is there anything else you think I've missed or failed to ask you about yourself or the course or AIU or the school which you think you'd like to share with the listeners?
1: Um, the only thing I'll say is that we're James accredited. I don't, and that's not you, that's James. Not me. Well, I
0: accredit all of our courses. <laughs> they get my stamp of approval, obviously as head of school. But explain to the viewers, listeners at home, what um, the James accreditation involves, Bill.
1: So I, you know, you'll have to. Uh, uh, remind me, it's Mark, remind me of what the acronym it's joint,
0: is. Joint Audio, Audio Media M- Education Support.
1: That's it. So,
0: should I do that bit again?
1: Um, I can just drop it in. Okay, yeah. so, so cool. James is Joint Audio Music. Start, start again. What was it?
0: Joint Audio Media Education Support.
1: Joint Audio Media Education Support. Okay, I should know that. Yeah. So James is joint audio music education support. Joint audio music media media, media, education support.
0: Yeah. There's no music in it, is it? It's media.
1: Joint audio media media education support. James is joint audio media education support. And that James is made up of people from the, you know, um, music, media, gaming, um, film, all musicians, uh, people that have had successful careers, um, in our field. And we, so we have just recently been reaccredited. I'm, I can't remember how many times, I think that's like the third or fourth time that we've been reaccredited, okay, that's great. but, uh, um, I'm very proud of that because um, not many universities get that accolade of being accredited by then.
0: Yeah, and that industry accreditation means it's it just validates the courses for industry work. So when yeah. our graduates leave us here at Aiu, they go on and get jobs in the in the area which is the fields, which they've been studying over the last three or four years with us, and they go and get really good jobs, which is great to hear.
1: Exactly, and there's there's many um, uh, employers that look for that accreditation, you know, right. um, but also James. Um, they they have a like a CV section right. for students on their website. Oh, that's. Good. Um, but they also come in and they they talk about um, the the standard of our teaching and the standard of the equipment that we use to teach what we do. Right. And and this time we 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 had uh, we went through with flying colors. They love the collaboration that's going on between the the different courses around the area they love the the direction we're going with collaboration they love the the fact that uh we've reorganized the course uh in such a way to reflect how diverse the industry is as well
0: that's brilliant well thanks that plug about james not me, James, but they're James. <laughs> and so, thanks much for your time, Bill. It's been great. to uh, understand a little bit more about the course and your roles here at ARU. So, thanks very much for the listening out there. And this, as I say, this is one of many conversations between me, a head of school for Cambridge School of Creative Industries here at ARU, and our course leaders across the school. So, I look forward to you listening in another time with another chat with me and a course leader. So, thanks very much. Thank See you. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.